Hey everyone, I'm Derek Weir, and I'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of SVN On The Go, a podcast for commercial real estate professionals and leveraging the power of SVN's unique platform. Today, we are sitting down with Cliff Hockley, the Executive Director of SVN Bluestone & Hockley out of Portland, Oregon. He's a licensed broker in both Washington and Oregon, a CPM, a CCIM, and a designated managing broker. He has managed and sold warehouse, office, and retail properties, as well as mobile home parks, condominium associations, and residential properties of all sizes. For over 30 years, he has helped build Bluestone and Hockley Real Estate Services into a company that manages over $2 billion worth of investments. Cliff currently resides in the Portland, Oregon metro area and has recently completed his new book, Successful Real Estate Investing. Invest wisely, avoid costly mistakes, and make money. So Cliff, really great to have you on the show today. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks again for being here. Thank you for the opportunity, uh, Julian, to uh, give you a little overview of who I am and, and a recent book that I've written. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, before we get started, like you said, just tell us a little bit about yourself and give us an overview of who is Cliff Hockley. So I'm managing director at the SVN uh, Portland office, SVN Bluestone uh, Hockley and uh, been in the business for 33 years, started um, working for my father-in-law, and then, um, you know, we, he was uh, retired, and uh, I um, took over running the company, and, you know, we've been here for a long time. So uh, I'm a CPM, I'm a certified property manager, I'm a CCIM, uh, I have a lot of experience at this point in my life, I've done a lot of different kinds of deals, industrial, retail, office, multifamily. I have not done a hotel, so, um, and uh, I managed warehouses, office retail, medical condominium associations, and residential properties. I've also put together loans and transactions with all sorts of different institutions, and um, I've been an advisor. I spent a lot of time um, with wealth management advising our clients, trying to help them make the right kinds of decisions. I've helped build a lot of people, uh, people's estates and in, in, in significant ways. I've got strong knowledge of maintenance from having been a property manager that helps when you're trying to put together a deal. And I've been recognized by the Institute of Real Estate Management as the certified property manager of the year in 2000, 2003. In 2014, I was recognized by IRAM, Institute of Real Estate Management as a board member of the year. And SVN uh, awarded me their achievement award in 2015. I've got an MBA from Willamette University, uh, BS in political science from Claremont McKenna College. I write newsletters. I serve as an adjunct professor at Portland State University. And I've written a book called Successful Real Estate Investing, Invest Wisely, Avoid Costly Mistakes, and Make Money, which is really sort of a reflection of you know experiences, good and bad, that I've had um, with our clients over the past 30 plus years. Back to you, Julian. Great. Wow. Um, actually, I'll take that. I'm going to take the next one, Cliff. Um, okay. So how, how about we uh, dive into a little more on how you got started in commercial real estate? And um, I guess, did property management come first? Did the sales side come first? And how do you balance between the two at your office? Well, I'm one of those ADD people. And so I like doing different things all day long. I am not one that gets that does well being shackled to my desk. So um, I got involved both in property management and operations first. My father-in-law needed help running the company that we had at the time, S. Bluestone uh, Realty, 
and um, we uh, we basically, you know, my job was to bring in business, and so I really knew nothing about sales at all. And then over a period of time, uh, as I got to know our clients better, I started doing more sales. Um, and now I would say it's about 30, 40% sales business, and the balance is uh, counseling and uh, helping people. Um, you know, with property management problems and managing a company because um, I spent a lot of time managing our company. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of being in the business for a while before joining SVN, what made you choose to join, um, I mean, or to actually purchase a franchise uh, with SVN back in the back? I mean, what, what, what year did you join, Cliff? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, about seven years now. Yes, um, seven years. So we we've been um, uh, <clears throat> hold on for a second. We've been SVN is just the right kind of brand for us. Um, it's very people oriented. It's the right kind of size. We have about uh, ten brokers. We used to have more, um, and <clears throat> we've sort of focused on brokers that can perform rather than brokers that can't. So we've changed our recruiting model quite a bit um, to help. Our goal is to help all of our brokers be successful and, and hopefully buy real estate for themselves and invest as well so they can give their clients better uh, advice. Also, we like the investment platform concept. You know, most of the members that are SVN or CCIM, they're very investment centric. We believe that that's a really helpful, helpful model for everybody, for our clients as well. We like the, the calls, we, the Monday morning calls. We like the national marketing and branding. And, um, and there's a lot of room for growth and it gives some additional training as training is good for our brokers and makes them better brokers. And those are certain things that we just didn't have available when we were um, working by ourselves and, and um, didn't have that kind of support. So that's why we chose SVN. Um, we're, we're committed to the brand. It's a really good brand for us. And um, it's, it's uh, you know, helps us get uh, recruit salespeople and also helps us um, uh, close listings. That is great. All right, let's get to the uh, main topic. Um, let's talk about your new book, Successful Real Estate Investing. Um, what are some of the common pitfalls you see with the investors that you work with, and how should how can you avoid them? Well, I think that you know this this book um, is a, a summary of um, of experiences that developed over a period of time, and so. Pitfalls. The, the biggest pitfall is just not. Well, first of all, fear is the first pitfall. Not getting involved in real estate. That's the first pitfall. And once you get involved in in real estate, the second pitfall is just understanding enough about the business. A lot of people get in. They don't have enough money. They're highly leveraged. They're not prepared for, you know, the things that can go wrong when you own real estate. You know, um, the number one question I get from a lot of clients is, well, how much leverage should I have? And and, um, and you know, it, most of our most successful clients, it depends on age, of course, are maybe 50% levered, maybe 60% levered. They're never 100% in because our business is so tied to the economic highs and lows that you could lose a building that you've spent a lifetime trying to put together um, because two or three tenants fail in an economic, in a down economic cycle. And the world is a different place today than it used to be. There is no real ability to forecast what's going to happen next. It's, it's very challenging 
you know, retail, industrial, multifamily, hard to decide which one of these um, boxes are going to be successful in the long term. Um, you know, as, 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 as we know, you know, a lot of offices are shrinking and um, people are working out of WeWork environments where um, there's a much smaller footprint. People are going paperless. I remember we moved, when we moved into a building we have now where we had 13,000 square feet. We just consolidated down to 10 uh, or 11 actually um, because um, we don't have filed cabinets anymore. So the market is changing and back to your question, what are some of the most important pitfalls? It's just not planning far enough ahead. I'm a big planner. I believe in planning and, and having, um, you know, uh, not only an, a strategy going in and, and thinking about it ahead of time, but learning enough about how these things work and making sure you have enough money. I think those are the, the biggest pitfalls, just not having enough money in order to overcome an economic downturn. Yeah, and you talk about, uh, you talked a little bit earlier uh, where you got the idea. It's just a lot of, of personal experiences that you've had. But yeah. I've had the chance to read almost all of the book. Now, I'm not going to lie, I said I haven't finished it yet, but I'm almost done with it. Where did you get the idea for the formatting of the book, how all of these short stories really tied everything together? And I think it really keeps any reader really interested and keep you kind of wanting to moving on to from story to story, from short story to short story. I think it was a really cool idea to format it that way. Where did you get the idea for that? You know, uh, you're making me smile. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, thank you for taking the time to read part of it. I really appreciate that. Um, second of all, um, you know, I come from a, a religious, I'm Jewish, and so I come from the Jewish side of the block. And in, in the, the Jewish religion, and just like the Bible and the Old Testament, is based on telling people stories. You know, Talmudic, it's all story-driven, because people understand and learn better with stories. So um, when we were drafting this, we, I mean, because I, I write a lot of articles, and not all of my articles are written like this. A lot of them are very factual and, and so forth. But um, we decided, uh, it's been edited numerous times, and one of the editors said, hey, you know, what you really ought to do, and so I'm not going to take credit for this. Um, one of the editors said, hey, what you really ought to do is, in addition to the stories, you should do the lessons at the back end so that it ties it all together and it makes it more relevant and can be used also, if you want, in a, in a sort of more educational kind of environment. So we're trying to give the book a little more um, latitude in where it can be, where it can be used. So bottom line is that um, I love writing. I have a very fertile creative mind. I love telling stories. Um, even when I was a little kid, I experimented with trying to write stories. So this book is sort of a long-term process of being a storyteller and knowing that readers understand stories much better than they do a boring, dry tomb about real estate. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I just thought, I mean, I really liked it, how you have that investor profile. And actually, my favorite part of it is the famous last word. So it really, it brought a little bit of a, a humorous aspect before you get to reading it. And it's, it was it was a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun for everyone who wants to go there and read it. I'm glad you like it. Absolutely. I'm glad you like it. So when you're done with it, hand it off to Garrett so he can, uh, so he can read it. Yeah, um, I'm going to shoot it over to him. Well, and I think the thing is, the thing is, is I really do believe that real estate investing is a great place to be. It's one of the few places where you can really um, grow your asset um, on a, a long-term basis. There's four ways to make money in real estate. You know, it's uh, um, to 
depreciation shelter, it's debt reduction, it's cash flow, and it's appreciation. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to make money in real estate, which you can't do in the stock market in the same way. And so even if you get an 8% return on the stock market, you could have an 11% return in real estate just because you have more than one way and you've got little rocks you can turn over. It's not easy. You have to spend time on it. You have to pay attention. Um, but, but nevertheless, there's, uh, um, it's a great way to build for your retirement. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to reading it, um, especially because you said mentioned it's short stories and that reads way better than, you know, like a textbook would. Um, so on that same note, um, how long did it take you to write this? And is there anything else in the works? This uh, took a long time to write. This is a second version of an original book called 21 Fables. And um, once I got done with the 21 Fables and put that out there, I realized that I hadn't gone full circle. And so um, we, we took a lot of things out. We put a lot of new things in. Section uh, four and five, which is protecting yourself from extended liability and how to plan your exit from your investment, um, definitely were added later. And uh, to, to actually give people, a, and, they were, and they were written just um, for this book, as a matter of fact. So um, um, we it took, this is a, probably 10 years in the making, um, because some of these stories go way back, early, early experiences. Um, but also trying to get, you know, um, you know, I'm a, I, I write at least one article a month for our clients in a, in a, in a tool called Quick Facts. And, um, and if you were to go online, you'd be able to find those at bluestonehockley.com or sanbluestonehockley.com. Um, and, you know, our goal is to continually be educating our clients over the long run on what are some important ways to, you know, invest your money and make the right kinds of decisions, you know, do rubs, do whatever it takes to make the right kinds of decisions as you're doing, uh, as you're thinking about your investment. And then thinking about, you know, how do you keep what you make? Um, I think it's really important and, um, and uh, um, how to plan your exit, I think is critical because, you know, you get past 75 and you start going, okay, well, should I be giving the, my, my real estate to my kids and what are they going to do with it? And surprisingly enough, and I know I'm sort of off the, the reservation a little bit, surprisingly enough, a lot of our clients have, um, have children that are now, they want to teach their children how to invest in this book is a tool for them. As a matter of fact, we've got a family coming in in about three weeks. They just bought 10 books to, um, to use as a training tool for their family. So we're doing a lot of that. And so even though it took me 10 years to write and it, and it took me uh, two years to find a publisher. Um, and uh, so that writing a book is a labor of love. It's a big, big deal. It's not easy. And um and I'd be willing to write another book because I'm writing all the time. Um, and, um, and uh, you know, it would be a, an extension probably of this topic at this point. You can really tell that, that you have a lot of passion in, in what you did and you can tell in the book. So before we sign off here, tell everybody where they can get the book, where it can be found. And yeah, all yes. that good. I'm glad you're asking. Thank you so much. Um, the, the easiest way to get the book is at Amazon. Uh, you just have to go to Amazon.com and type in my name, Cliff Hockley, C-L-I-F-F-H-O-C-K-L-E-Y, and up pops successful real estate investing. Um, 
and uh, that's the easiest way to, to get the book. And what would be wonderful if you took the time to also uh, do a review as well, if you like it, um, because unfortunately, that's what drives these book sales is, is, uh, um, is the reviews. The thing, you know, what's most important to me, really, is that people are successful. I mean, my heart is in this book, and my heart is focused on people learning, number one, from their mistakes, but learning from my mistakes and learning from other people's mistakes. Because it, I'm sure, um, Julian, as you went through this, you went, oh, I wouldn't have thought about that, or, geez, that's a smart idea, or, huh, I, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure those things went through your mind. And, um, and that's what I'm trying to achieve. What I'm trying to achieve is for you to, co to read it, and then in a year, go back to it and say, Somewhere in this book, Cliff talked about what, how do I manage from afar? Um, and that's, that's what I'm trying to achieve. I'm trying to achieve this to be both a primer, at the same time, a reference book. Um, and, and, you know, the reason we're online together today is because we're trying to help um, expand the reach of the audience so that we can benefit other people within both the SEN network and um, across the nation. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Awesome. Well, Cliff, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to reading your book, Successful Real Estate Investing. And um, again, appreciate having you on. And we look forward to talking to you very soon. And Garrick and Julian, thank you so much for taking the time to interview me today and create the time and the space uh, for me to share uh, my passion. Um, you guys have a great day and uh, we'll catch up with you later. Absolutely. Everybody go check out the book. Not only is it an easy read, but it is a really fun read. So check it out.